Welcome to the Student Media Podcast, episode number five. Number and this five. was this was a fun one. I this really, was great. Yeah. You know, we've done these before. We've, we're in these little confined spaces. You know, we travel to people. That's what we, we like to do. Is you know, we're portable. We're on the road. We can go wherever. And never have we done one because this is only episode number five in an artist's studio. And I mean, there are some of the craziest items in here. You know, I was just staring for hours at these. You things. could. I mean. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of beer. There's peanut. That's girls. why I didn't say much because I was just staring at all this stuff. It's, <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Uh, episode number five is with Adam Turman, and if you don't know Adam Turman, uh, he's a local Minneapolis artist who, you know, he's he does poster work, he does screen printing, he does murals. He's he's just uh, he's an interesting guy who is very very creative and good at what he does. Dude likes the name drop too, and I think it's that's it's, okay. It's because he's worked with these yeah. people, and he's actually become friends with them, and that's that's why I liked and I wanted to talk to Adam Turman is because, he, as as he'll mention it in the podcast, we we met only a couple times, and we just kind of hit it off, and he's just a really good guy, and he really is so good at what he does. It was almost like the crying game too. He almost <laughs> uh, almost cried a couple no, times, but there no, was, it was not a, a cross dressing anybody in the room. We oh. did get to cross dressing, oh, but no, it's not that crying game. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Adam. Adam got emotional. Yeah, you know? he did, he, but that's he, great. I mean, I think we pissed him off at one point. We, uh, we, we, we had him, you know, reminiscent of good times. We had him, you know, feeling really good about this. So again, if you need to find us, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash/studmedia, Twitter, of course, at studmedia. But now we have producer Kyle and Iceman both have Twitter handles, uh, Iceman Talk, and at producer underscore Kyle. On Twitter, both of you have been almost non-existent on Twitter, but we're going to get you going. We're going to get you guys. Yeah, I can't wait to twat or tweet or whatever. It's yeah, can't wait. yeah, something. You, like you that, sound right? like I an old lady. Yeah, yeah, I know. What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's terrible. So, of course, find us on Twitter. Also, studmedia.com, where you can find all the latest updates and the upcoming podcast that we release weekly every Thursday. Uh, and sometimes you get a guest, you know, or a, yeah. or a, a what, what? What are we calling them? Just a surprise bonus podcast. We'll throw in certain weeks. Um, but, you know, every week, every Thursday, you're going to get one of these. Studemedia.com. Episode number five, Adam Turman. All those speakers are like I bet they get super loud in here too. They can get well. It's it's a it's a small space and it's all insulated. So right, yeah, they they can get pretty loud. <laughs> and there's not a lot of reverberation because we've got so much stuff to. Well, you got a ton of cardboard and paper stock and stuff in here, and that kind of absorbs it too, right? <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> and then you can start rocking out. Now, yeah. sing along with when it. you kick the boom box, does that change anything? Dude, those are so old. Those, I love that. Uh, that was like one of my first ones. Is that thing sweet? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Are you kidding me? Uh, that, that is the, the one first that first thing you... I ever bought when I was like in high school or whatever that I saved up my money and I bought one. I was so proud of that thing and I would, and I was like the the popular guy around you know, <laughs> carrying that around and then But you were the only white guy yeah. carrying it around well, town too, I bet. <laughs> I was actually the only guy. Or <laughs> just me myself and I, but Uh, what do you think we should do? I, I think we should do a podcast. Hey, real quick story though. I got. I don't know if I should be pissed or what. On the way over here, you know who Miley Cyrus is, yeah, right? Okay. So you should be. You pissed. know that song I... "Wrecking Ball." The Dixie Chicks made a remake of it. They're still around already. Yeah. The Dixie Chicks are still around. So they sing "Wrecking Ball," and I don't know if I should be mad or happy about. It. I like Miley Cyrus and her version. I always thought it was "Rainbow." I came in like a rainbow, but I guess it's "Wrecking Ball." That's really... so with the Dixie Chicks singing it. I could understand the words at least, but it was. Why would you do a remake of a Miley Cyrus song? I don't, I don't know. know. I, just, I don't know. That's, yeah, it's very. I'm kind of confused right now. Yeah. It's un-American. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of country singers who do un-American things. Yeah. So. yeah, exactly. Sorry about that. So yeah, so that's that's how we like to start our podcast. Tony gets his caffeine out of the <laughs> yeah, system, uh-huh. and, and then sleep the rest. And we're of the rolling. Show. We're, we're recording already. Nice. So. All right. Good. Yeah. Um, well, recording and editing. Who we got all together at today. the same time? Well, we're not. We're, we're in the house. We're in the studio. Not house, um, this is and not our studio. Yeah, Adam we Turman. We're sitting studio. with uh, Minneapolis local artist Adam Turman. Thank for, you. Thank you for agreeing to allow yeah, us into really. your studio. This is your. 
I don't even know how you would put it. I mean, this is probably the place where you have the most, you know, serenity and calmness. Yes, and yes. It is a very small, tight space, but we do a lot of work out of this little space. We've got about 250 square feet here, and it is chock full of stuff. And getting all of you guys in here. So we have four men in here at the moment. Thank you. 250 square feet. I didn't realize <laughs> it was that it's small. Very, it's, it's <laughs> Three one, and a half men. It's one garage stall. Uh, but, um, and then I've got some other room. I, I, you know, it's a home business. Yeah. And, um, so the other part of the business is run out of the house, but this is where we do all the printing and distribution. So it's, there is a lot of stuff. Your press in here takes up two thirds of the room. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty and then, much. and then ink yep. and, and paint and, oh and my then, God. And then package, package on everything you. behind you. Yeah. Is, is, is inventory. And it's, so wow. inventory goes all the way from the very bottom of the floor all the way to the tippy top of the ceiling we're probably at about eight and a half feet up here and there's just stacks and stacks and shelves and shelves and there's probably at least in every single shelf there's probably at least a hundred prints just on one series of shelves probably many more i mean there's well that's why my back is to it i'd be completely confused if i had to turn around and be staring at that you you know that's a great picture you just painted for you know? Well, and he's an artist. So. Yeah, no, yes. I thought he was a hoarder at first. <laughs> <laughs> we know now. <laughs> he's got some of yeah. the coolest stuff, though. He's hoarding. Well, when my wife listens to this, she will definitely be nodding her head. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. But at least you have, a space, you have a space away from the home. You know, sort of through <laughs> the backyard. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're about we're we're probably about uh, what is that? Uh, maybe like twenty feet from the house or something. Thirty feet. And right it's not now, far so. enough for her. You no, know, as as no. Concerned. I mean, that's something that I've actually thought of is like getting, getting, getting the business out of the home and trying to get farther away. You know, the thing is, is that it's just so easy to work right here because I can go right from the house, right out here, print, and then go right back in. I mean, if for for convenience' sake, this is awesome. I've got to yeah. tell you too. I mean, having kids um, and yep. and being a dad, and if you have a project that you want to work on on the side, which yes. it not it. For you, it's not on the side. For me, it's on the side if I'm doing a video project or something like that. But to be able to do it in the house, and then at any moment, your wife can be like, I need you. I need you to help me right now. Wow. And you're, you're there. speaking my language perfectly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm totally serious. That's right. exactly why I've been doing this for as long as I've been doing this, because it's so convenient. And really, it's a phone call away. Or like loudly yelling if she, you know, if we have <laughs> and then to. You're which, right there, yeah. Oh, she really doesn't like the loud yelling, but you know, it, it's it's that kind of thing. We can do that. When the kids were really little, um, you know, I was running back and forth all the time, and now they're in school, so it's a little bit easier. I've got, you know, the opportunity for you guys to come over here, talk with me for an hour, then I got to get back to work. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, right. we're working right now, right, folks? Exactly. We, right. I would I would but, consider this work. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's so you guys get it. Of yeah. course, of course. That's great. Oh, I thought you had a question. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just thinking. You threw the hand Sorry. up. I was like, oh, Tony's either going to smack me or he's got something to oh, say. That's a good idea, too. <laughs> no, can you take us back? How, where did this start? I mean, were you like a little kid or did this just come up after high school? How far back do you want to go? Well, I, <laughs> how much time we got? I love that question. I, first, let me, let me do this for our listeners. Sure. I mean, I've been a fan of yours for years, mm-hmm. many, many years. Mm-hmm. And you and I have done some things together in projects. And, yes. You know, I, you know tried to promote you as much as I can because I just I love your, you I love that. your work you. absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah it's unbelievable <laughs> as, as easy it is as it is for you to explain what when someone walks up to you and says oh what do you do what do yeah. you I mean what is the standard answer for you because for me it's like he does this art and it's it's really difficult for me to explain what it is because it's I know it's screen printing but there's a lot more to it than just yeah that. Mm-hmm. yeah the the padded you know the the blanket answer really is um, I'm an illustrator so there you go. Fair enough. Yeah, that's so, yeah. so um, that's the easy answer. Then the do the, people automatically think cartoons? Um, I mean, when you they say can. That? A lot of people um, primarily think of like book illustration. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, a lot of people think kids books, and that's not really what. Um, that's not my favorite thing to do. Um, I'm I'm I really like to do illustration. That's kind of a one shot thing. Um, you know, that's why the posters, that's what I started with. That's what's really fun. Starting with the posters and then like doing something, getting it done, doing basically mm-hmm. one version of it and then getting out and then moving on to the next project. That's the kind of work that I really, really enjoy doing is kind of the one quick, um, cool thing. I don't really like drawing the same thing over and over and over again. That's kind of the difference with like the comic book guys who I'm friends with, uh, you know, a couple of those guys who are amazing, but um, that's just not what I'm 
good at. So anyway, uh, to answer the question though, right? So Illustrator, <laughs> and then the extra things that are with that come uh, Printmaker, Screen Printer, um, and then now recently is also Muralist. So right. which has kind of been interesting for me. I've never thought of myself as that at all. Mm -hmm. um, but um, one of the ways that uh, Sean and I have worked together um, was that uh, I was working on a on a mural at Butcher and the Boar, mm -hmm. and um, he needed to do a time lapse thing um, for it, and so uh, we got to hang out and do that. Anyway, the point of the story is is that um, I got hired on to do a, a mural with Butcher and the Boar. Um, that thing has been very popular mm -hmm. in downtown Minneapolis. A lot of, it's on a bus line. Um, I get a lot of people. Um, you know, complimenting me on it. And then I also, a lot of times I'll just describe myself as, hey, I, you know, I, I did the, the mural at Butcher and the Boar, and I'd be like, oh, yeah. And that's yeah, not just yeah, a mural. Yeah. I mean, that thing, <clears throat> explain that. I mean, how long is that thing? That's, that's a full side of a building in downtown Minneapolis. I believe it's like, uh, it's about 180 feet, I believe. Um, I mean, it's a full parking lot. So it's the old Buka parking lot. Um, it's pretty long. And it goes from about 15 feet high all the way down to about nine feet at the well, at the gate. How long did that take? Um, well, that was a that's a question. I mean, that yeah. um, <laughs> how long do we have, guys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it's it started in 2011 in October. Mm -hmm. We spent about a month on um, about a 20 foot long section by 10 feet high, roughly. Um, that was the first section of it, and the owners liked it so much that they hired me back the next summer to um well spring spring you know because it's a it's a process you know we do a sketch and then we get that approved and you know so on and so forth and then we finally get to work and then the rest of the work um at the time i had a day job so my only time to work on it was um you know after work for a few hours mm -hmm. and it was scorching hot i mean we're talking mm -hmm. like i start working at about four thirty or 5 and then we work up until about nine, and then wow. that's the time when it's the hottest during the day. So you know you're kind of hanging out, you're trying well, to go as fast as you can, but you're sweating your butt off. It out faces there. west. You got the sun oh, beating yeah, down, yeah. and you. That's another great down. reason that that wall is awesome because at in the afternoon when a lot of people are downtown, that thing is lit up by the mm -hmm. sun. So it's it's getting a lot of good exposure and stuff too. It's hotter than hell out there though, um, so I'm glad that the paint is holding up too. But. Um, where were we? Anyway, that, we're right so, there. We were so right, right there. there yeah. You 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 mentioned the uh, <laughs> the fact that I came over and got a time lapse of you you yeah. know drawing that, mm -hmm. and I can't help but notice that you know I, I what did I do? I threw some Iron Maiden yes, underneath you did. that and put put that thing online. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then afterwards, you've had a couple of follow up videos of you doing time lapses. Yes, yes. Of the same type of work, yes. and I'm like, I can't help but feel like I inspired you. you totally did, yeah. At one point, yeah. So I, <laughs> I as soon as uh, uh, Sean put that out, I just thought that was really cool, and it was a great way to um, uh, not only you know show the process, but also promote the work sure. too. And um, so, uh, also our client uh, Butcher and the Boar, um, they got really fired up because uh, they saw the video. We were able to um, link to them. They got cool, a lot of good press cool. out of it. Oh, those guys were so stoked! Um, on, I mean, in the videos, it's it's like two minutes. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's nothing. Not, it's yeah. not long, uh, which is a, a good length of a video, Ooh. personally. Um, so I went out and I bought a GoPro, and um, it's like a GoPro too. It's it's like uh, it's not the newest, fanciest one mm -hmm. or anything. But uh, now what we do is we tend to just hook that thing up, and um, whenever we're doing work. So we've, you know, even when we're printing on the press in here, uh, we'll we'll fire that thing up uh, depending on the job, um, and then with the mural work, we tend to set that up too. And then people just get excited. So like oh, the yeah. other day, we just finished up uh, again a lot of butch in the board talk here. Uh, we just finished up the outdoor kitchen this past summer. So um, we have the big wall outside in the parking lot. Now we have an indoor or oh, an outdoor cool. kitchen that's in the beer garden. And we time-lapsed that whole thing. So that's mm -hmm. about a three-minute long video uh, that took about three weeks or so and um, to actually paint it. And then I put that up, and um, people have been really excited about that, too. Well, yeah, just time-lapse is cool. Do you have to follow up on that thing as far as touch-up on the paint over the years? or, or Try not to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been fortunate enough where, I mean, the work is so new that it mm. hasn't really been able to get too weathered yet. Let's mm. be honest. I mean, the first, I think the first mural I started doing was like 2010. Okay. So. Uh, I mean, that, that that would be like, you know, out and about. Yeah, People would actually yeah. know of it. That was over creative lighting. Um, but, you know, this we haven't really needed to touch up a whole lot of stuff. Also, I, I tend, I, I use paint. So mm. I use uh, Sherwin-Williams paint and... Um, well, we're yeah. getting a lot of plugs today know, for people know. who <laughs> haven't yet signed on as sponsors for the Stude Media Podcast. This portion brought to you by. <laughs> but if you'd like to, please send a yeah. 
Message to studmedia at gmail.com. And uh, I'll be uh, I'll be your team player. I'll take some free <laughs> yeah, paint. There we yes. go. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Exactly. Uh, keep using you guys. Uh, but, um, yeah, so, you know, we use some really nice quality stuff. It's really good. And uh, there you go. It's It's been lasting. Really cool. I also, I try and use stock colors. So to answer your question about, um, you know, touching That's it right. up, um, in theory, if you're using stock colors, you can go in and do some little spot sure. touching if you mm-hmm. have to. If, like, someone dings it with a cart or, you know, if we're at 612 and, yeah. you know, someone uh, decides to drunkenly crash into the wall or something, we can maybe fix that. But, mm-hmm. you know, it is paint. It does change. And Nobody's ever tagged your stuff, have they? Uh, I'm going to knock on wood on yeah, that. No, not yet. No, that would um, suck. I've, got, I've got a buddy who uh, um, has really taught me all this stuff, mm-hmm. and um, he's an aerosol guy, and uh, he was working, and... He had never had his stuff tagged before ever. Mm-hmm. And then he did this really intricate smoke design. And um, it's one of those things where you just, most people respect it yeah, and don't yeah. touch it. I mean, that's typically what happens. And, the assholes that come out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and so th- somebody decided to just write something stupid nice. in like little white paint right over this really intricate smoke part. So, of course, my mm-hmm. buddy had to go and clean all that up. So. Sorry about that. Sucks, but... Um, <laughs> Producer Kyle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's nice. actually why we brought him here yeah. today. <laughs> Justification. Intervention here. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> Payback. How many, how many murals do you have throughout the Twin Cities that people would be familiar with? Or maybe not even be familiar that it's yours, but... Uh, not... not um, there's quite a bit of indoor ones that people can't really... Uh, see, to be honest, um, the the one I mean, the major ones are I think uh, still creative lighting, um, Butch and the Boar, uh, Live Front um, over near Lynn Lake area. Mm-hmm. Um, off the top of my head, those are the three that you can really see. Surly, did you do Surly? Oh beer? yeah, yeah, Surly. Um, that and oh, that's that's, cool. a, that's actually what leads me in. I mean, that's what got me the Butch and the Boar mm-hmm. job ultimately was. Um, the owner of Butch and the Boar knows the owner of Surly, Omar, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, you know they wanted to have their beer at Butcher and the Boar, Surly's beer there. So uh, this segment of the studio, yeah, I know, yeah, exactly. brought to you by Surly beer, and proudly so. <laughs> let's keep name dropping. Yeah. Wow, let's just keep well, going. I need a bell. I just yeah, need yeah, a bell yeah. every time you name. Yeah. We'll get our wings here. <laughs> ding ding. But that, so, that's a testament to so, you. I mean, yeah, you're getting yeah, and so and actually that they had to cover that that mural up. And what was really cool is like uh, certainly decided that they didn't want to um, whitewash it. They needed they needed to, to cover it up because they wanted to open up, actually have their tap room open up. Um, and they're in a municipal city, and the city right. wouldn't allow them. At the, right now, they are. They'll they will be moving, mm-hmm. um, as we all know. But uh, you know, they had to do something where to cover it in order to get the license to open up the tap room. So even the guy who started. Hmm. The um, you can edit all this out here, you know, blah blah blah. But even the guy who started Omar, who started the tap room bill, mm-hmm. right, couldn't open up a tap room because he had a mural in his city. Oh, because in the it's city, a municipal right? yeah. city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In Brooklyn and so Center, he finally, right? yeah. so he changed the law for Minneapolis and stuff. But then he, then he actually changed the a law for a municipal city, right? And then uh, and, uh, and you know Brooklyn Center. And so then he was able to finally get the tap room going wow. by covering up my art. And and also my buddy Josh Lemke. Uh, I'm just dropping names. How does that feel? Though? I mean, how does that feel that he's I mean, the other one on the mural on the early? Right, right. But how does that feel for you, knowing that all that hard work that you did, in or in obviously Omar's got to do what Omar's to me, do. To me, honestly, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm really cool with that. I'm really, I, I honestly am because we did that one a lot more for fun mm-hmm. than anything else. We we love the brand. We love the beer. Uh, we love the people. And, you know, we just did that one because we really enjoy what we do. Also, for me, it was a learning experience. I really wanted to learn more about aerosol paint. And I'm, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I, I, I just really enjoy um, learning new things. I remember that whole time I, I just, you know, it was one of those things where I don't know about you guys, but if I learn something new, <laughs> it's a big deal. And I have like a hard time sleeping afterwards. <laughs> like for that, it was so, it was such a cool experience to do something new and fun yeah. and, and interesting and how you Josh try was so teaching many other me. ways with it. Than yeah. Too. And it's something I'd never done. And, um, I couldn't fall asleep because wow. I was just so That's fired exciting, up, yeah. you know. And so that whole week I was exhausted. But we go out to the mural every night and kind of keep working. Did you like, ever get diagnosed with ADD as a kid? Oh, man. I totally relate. I think our generation, yeah, yeah. we're all. We are all. Yeah. High I mean, fructose corn syrup, there's, man. Totally. There's some people <laughs> who are. Everybody's <laughs> got a, a little bit of ADD in them, if not yeah. if not a lot. Well, in, in slight, I, I think there's a little bit of ADD and a little bit of OCD in any creative. Oh, God, yes. You know? And it's so funny you say that because it's like I've always been this guy. Tony and I have both kind of shared in this too in, in our in our histories, but 
I always like to try new things, and I always like I've had numerous no. jobs, numerous jobs, <laughs> numerous numerous jobs, and I've, and, and we explain is it because you get bored or you get fired? I, get, I I've only been <laughs> I've never been fired actually. Technically, so let's no, technically, all right, yeah, yeah, we discussed that in the host poll. But it's it's I think a little bit of of it is boredom. Yeah, you do you hit that plateau real quick. I'm one of those guys who says. I, I see something. I think it's amazing, mm. and I uh, and I'm like, I want to do that. I'm going to yeah. try that. I'm going to try it until I get proficient at it, and I, then I can feel like I, you know I've done it, and now I can try something new. Cross dressing. Cross stitch or cross dressing. Dressing. At first I said stitch. Yeah, no, I, I know I'd be really good at that. I'm not going <laughs> to try. It. But it's it's one of those. Things, I, I I did it. You know, it was kind of how I got into TV. It's kind of mm-hmm. how I got into f- doing short films. Uh, you know, I did the grain belt commercials for quite a few. Oh, years. Oh yeah, yes, you know, I remember was, those. Yeah, that, uh-huh. it was really fun. Um, but then now, you know, it's kind of this, it's kind of how the podcast mm-hmm. spawned for us. You know, we have both done radio in the past, but we missed it. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, crap, let's just go do a podcast. Yeah. Let's just make it happen. And we put all this crap together and we made it happen. Yeah. You know, I. <laughs> so what I'm getting to is I did a story last week where we went and talked to a cook and they showed you great recipes for the Super Bowl. Sure. Right. And I found this one for for these really gluten free cheese curds. It's great. You know, you just two steps and it's really good. And. So basically, what I'm saying is that the Super Bowl party I, I was at I'm, this I'm hungry right now. Thanks I, a lot, Sean. Yeah, I fucking ruined <laughs> the cheeseburger. <laughs> so and there was no, it was just one of those things where I saw it. I'm like, I can do that. Tried it. I destroyed it. Oh, I almost God. burned the house down. It was just a disaster. Did you eat them anyway? We did. Yeah. Everyone, and everyone loved them. That's everyone, I don't know. They were bullshitting me or whatever it was, but they they hey. acted like they loved them. You and it's like it's just one curves. of those things. It's like I you eaten just them. have to try, yeah. right? Yeah, I know, you I know, if it. I put all that time and effort Dude, into something, I'm in. And we use Strongbow instead of actual it. beer oh, in really? the batter. Oh, it was so amazing. It, so it, it kind of it kind of had that acidity quality to it. Kind of yeah. Well, you'd use like a beer in the batter, okay. but but it wasn't um it wasn't as earthy. It was a little more sweet because Strongbow's got that yeah, apple uh-huh, flavor yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a cider, and it was oh man. Wow, the, See, the, 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 the crispy acidity. batter was awesome. I'm gonna go See, try that like, right now. When you grill steaks, that's what you get. You want, you need yeah. that acidity exactly. to kind of break break exactly. that meat apart a little bit, right. and then yeah. get the salt back in there. And, oh, oh, now you're talking. Great. Are you now, you now, guys now, are I'm both so hungry killing right <laughs> Can you draw us a picture of a steak or something? We'll eat that. Yeah, there's probably one in here somewhere. <laughs> what do you, What do your kids think of what you do? I mean, I know what my kids think of what I do and all the things they I think try. It's cool. Yeah. Do Do your kids have have any of that talent? Do you see it in them? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um. Uh, they both have their own talents. Um, uh, the the younger one, my younger daughter May, she uh, she'll go down. I've got this uh, Cintiq tablet, so it's a it's uh, for people who don't know, it's a big screen, basically your computer screen. You can draw right, right on it. Right. Wacom like pen, a, or yeah, yeah, like yeah. one of those Wacom tablet things. Um, except you draw on the screen, so mm-hmm. it's it's more literal, and um, mm-hmm. she loves it. So I'll set her up on that, wow. and she can draw. And you know, I've taught her how to erase, and you know, the whole Photoshop thing. You know, so she kind of gets mm-hmm. that. Plus, um, what's really interesting is I'm watching her now. I'm, you know, she's um, she's really into My Little Pony, the show. <laughs> so me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the so Hub Network. A, yeah. So Iceman's a brony. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, brony. <laughs> Dude, uh, that's a whole other story. <laughs> Big time, yeah. That's a whole other story. Yep. Well, we were so, going to get there. But. So, uh, but but what's cool is she's she's researching images online of things, um, for example, and then uh, she'll, she'll, she'll um, copy them. And that's how I started, too, is, and I still do that. And, um, you know, look at images, make sure that you kind of know the reference of what certain things look like, where, you know, something should be within an object or something. Like if you're drawing a horse, where the front legs go, you know, you know yeah. where the muscles, how the muscles work. So uh, that's that's what she's doing right now, and it's really fun to watch her. Um, and uh, my older daughter, Ada, uh, she's very creative in her, in her own right, too. And uh, she is, her handwriting is getting amazing. And um, she's just really fancy with uh, with a lot of the stuff that she does. So she'll make things, but then she'll like fancify them. And um, and and again, her drawing skills are really good too. Uh, just recently, um, we had to do this thing for school, and so I made a silhouette of a tiger, and then she filled it in. Did and she bedazzle it? She, t- <laughs> dude, you should have seen what she did. Like we made the we made the tiger, but then we made it in such a way that we had. You know, intersecting legs, so like you could fit the legs into the body, right? So yeah. there's sure. like a little, you know, like yeah. you cut, you know, you yeah. cut a little line on each side, and so you can um, fit them into a junction. So we did that, and I just let her go to town. I said, "Here's, you got, you got to do all sides: one, two, three, four, five, six sides." Okay, so um, go for it. And then she researched a tiger, and and Ada just that's so, so the wow. most amazing so cool looking tiger, you know. And 
and I, uh, you know, I was doing that kind of stuff too. Uh, you know, behind you guys is a tiger that's in my studio that my oh. grandma painted, oh, and yeah. so that goes in every studio. That's like, you know, there's certain things sure. that it's um, like your first dollar you ever right made. Right next or to the like Iron Maiden poster. Right. I love it. Rock. Yeah. Bronies to tigers <laughs> <laughs> and steaks and cheese curds. Well, Tony asked you earlier. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The question that you were going to ask. Yeah, is it genetic or how did you get the skill? I think, I think that you can you can learn to be um, a skilled uh, artist or mm-hmm. designer, illustrator, uh, things like that. However, I really feel like there is just something that's a part of you mm-hmm. to begin with uh, to really m- make it happen. Um, you know, there's certain people who are just really born with a talent. Um, you know, and I was just saying this to, I had a guy come over yesterday to do a photo shoot and it's one of those things where like, so you're good at like, let's just take football. Mm-hmm. So you're really good at football in high school. Mm-hmm. Great. And then some of those people, you know, go on to college ball mm-hmm. and then some of those people go on to pro ball. And then some of those people are really sought after in pro ball. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same kind of thing too, where you go to school for something, um, and you can, you can learn it, but then there's certain people who just really take off and go nuts and they're amazing and you wish you could be like that. Well, it looks like you know? you've done quite well with this. Well, I mean, for me, the, the, one of the things that I do is, um, I, like I said, I'm an illustrator. I'm not, I'm not really a fine artist. Mm-hmm. I don't really have, um, you know, a huge reason to, to make art. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't really have a huge message. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could think of some stuff I'm sure, yeah. but mm-hmm. that's just, that's not really what I'm excited about. I really like to draw, stuff for people and bring their project or their um you know whatever they're trying to say to life that's mm-hmm. that's what i do um does your taste change like as i yeah. mean obviously the you, more i grow uh, up yeah definitely. well the, of course but it, it like you get hired obviously to do certain projects yes. but before you were like really getting hired to do this you were doing a lot of this pro bono oh gosh yeah uh, yeah i mean like over two years of like pro bono work for sure. Right. Like right. doing gig posters, doing a lot of stuff, name dropping, doing a lot of stuff for like radio K and doing a lot of stuff for uh, first Avenue first and Avenue, triple rock. Yeah. And all that stuff was free. The way that we got paid was you didn't, but, um, you would get permission from the band that you were doing work for. Um, radio K really, um, as far as, you know, flyers went, you never got, that was never paid. But if you did actually screen print up, poster for a band that was playing at you know triple rock or social club you know mm-hmm. or um, um first avenue or whatever turf club um then you would hopefully be able to sell the posters that you made after the show oh, okay. and then that's how you recouped your money let's sure. face it yeah you had to find you a way to, right I mean. as as uh, one of the great you know gig poster artists that i look up to said you know oh now i'm making dozens of dollars <laughs> i mean come on <laughs> so the thing is is that that that's really how it started was doing a lot of pro bono work and i got known for a style i got known for that kind of pinup <laughs> style mm-hmm. that i was doing um You're, i mean your art's very colorful i mean yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's distinctive it's colorful um you know i for people that don't know i mean you do you, i mean you do everything you do you do posters you do cards you do yeah bumper stickers you do stickers you do you know art for for art crank you like to implement you know bikes and beer in the city well that's the thing i i i like to make art of stuff that i like and so i mean it's i'm, f- I'm pretty narrow <laughs> in like what i what i like you know um but it's been said like the four b's i'm gonna try and remember them now like beers burgers bikes and babes, babes i mean that yeah. that's like that was kind of the the four things i mean really i mean you know that's a danny trejo uh d- didn't he say for when you to make a good film you need you need bullets bombs <laughs> and babes that and, dude is so badass i, I, I just <laughs> machete <laughs> Dude, I'm terrified of I that guy. Desperado now. yesterday. I, I love him. I think he's Desperado great. Was, yeah. He's a, oh yeah, yeah, he was, he was an anchor man, yeah. wasn't he? He was at the bar. And he's like, nobody uh, understands your gibberish. And Ron Burgundy <laughs> says, I, I'm sorry, I don't understand Spanish. <laughs> 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 Good stuff. But but back to you, like your taste changing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it was it was it was pinups at first. It yeah, was you yeah. know that Pro Bowl. You know, it was a lot of band stuff first. Yeah. How do you, how do you fre- keep it fresh for yourself? You know, so great, that you don't get bored. That's a great question and that's that's a question that I'm not even quite sure how to quickly answer that. I mean, it's it's like things change, right? I mean, it's an experience that you might have that all of a sudden you're like, "Well, I'm that seems cool. I'm going to do that." Or, "Wow, I don't like that anymore." You know, or whatever. So I 
I don't really know a good way to answer that. It's probably it's, business driven too, right? Oh if my god! Okay, well now it is. Dollars. Yeah. Nice yeah. man, I was yeah, hoping yeah, you were yeah, going to yeah. say that that's, <laughs> because that that's where I was headed. That's pretty Sean, exciting. But, that but route. your previous yeah. question, that's where I was headed because I was doing pinup stuff, and then the cityscape stuff really started to take off. So I started Ooh. doing more of that. Plus, I like it, mm-hmm. and then. Um, and then we started doing some more like beer related stuff and uh, also bicycle stuff. The bike cool. stuff really, really took off for me. I mean, that's something that, um, you know, especially Minneapolis is known for. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. at, at a, for a while there, we were like, you know, according to Bicycle Magazine, we were, you know, number one bicycle right. city in the country. And um, <laughs> that's, I find that hard to believe, but um, I want to think it's true. But um, at any rate, uh, you know, I just started doing a lot of bicycle things. People were buying it. And, like, the more people that are buying mm-hmm. my stuff, I mean, the more I want to make it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think this is pretty, it, it, you know, as far as the marketing or business goes, I mean, this is pretty obvious stuff. If people like something you're making, you yeah. make more of it, you know. Um, you know, uh, so that's kind of where things went. I just started series of things. Um, plus, you know, pe- I have a lot of clients who are like-minded too. So I get to do a lot of work that – um, is related to clients that like the same kind of stuff that I'm into anyway. Can you oversaturate a market? I mean, I, I know your roots are planted here. You, I mean, you're from here, right? I think so, yeah. Um, that's, that's that's what scares me all the time. That's what I get really nervous about is like when, well, you know, and also like with, with even just the poster scene, you know, like when, how many more Minneapolis poster artists can there be? And this, and I'm talking like years ago now. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. Like I started doing posters really kind of in 2003. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of stopped doing them more really because I was sort of pricing myself out of the market. And also um, just not as many people were asking for them. I, yeah. think that, I think that bands are realizing that maybe that wasn't the best way, especially for like smaller bands, mm-hmm. the best way to spend their money. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, there was a few years when it was really cool. And then I think like in 2000, like uh, – Eight, two thousand seven, eight, nine, somewhere around there. I kind of stopped doing mm. as many of them. It just wasn't the best way for certain people to spend their money, and sure. I get that. Um, as far as oversaturation goes, I mean that's the thing is like I need to keep it fresh, keep it new. What's next? What am I doing? What's the cool thing? What or what do I think is cool? You know. So I've been kind of playing around with ideas of like what what else could I do my art on, or mm. what else could I do my art about. So is all your business word of mouth or do you have to advertise at all or where's um, that, that I point? really, really try to to not um do any type of mm. real advertising. I my mm. favorite work and clients I get in are the ones that are all come word of mouth. I mean those are the best clients mm. to work for. I oh my god, you guys, I've 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 got some clients that are just the absolute coolest people in the whole world. They let me, it's like, th- this is where I cry, right? You know, because I'm so excited about it. I love them so much. That's all right. We can all cry Oh, here. my God. Let's cry, guys. Um, it's a what? safe room. We're in the trust tree. Now. Kyle cries all the time. You're in the so nest. We're used to it. <laughs> Kyle's crying right now. Um, he's, thinking of his, he's thinking of his last band poster. That's, that's why exactly. Why didn't I meet you before I did my band poster? Well, yeah, he was the, still dur- doing them, right? During right. the pro bono exactly. days, Kyle. Yeah. 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 Oh, poor Kyle. No, can't get a break. <laughs> so, no respect. What the you have clients that make you cry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. crying yeah. clients. Yeah. So, but um, there, there's there's some clients that are so so great that they basically just let me do my thing. Those are some of the best ones. The ones who come to me with an idea of what they want, that's the best. But then the ones who let me just go and just do my thing, and do what I do, that's so cool. And then. You know, what really makes me happy is when we don't have any changes. We don't, you know, people pay on time, yeah. you know. Um, everything happens, like, on press, and it, and everything works. Like, again, knock on wood. But, you know, we get everything all the way from, like, concept um, to sketch to proof to final to their event. Their event's successful. Everybody's Thanks. happy. We all made money. It's a great Great Win-win fucking for everybody, time. Yeah. That's that's any of fun. Am What's I allowed? Am I allowed to curse? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm okay. You can cry. You can curse. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. You you've got something on the end of your tongue. Go ahead and say it. Fucking. Oh. <laughs> Let it all hang out. All right, our first that's why we're here. So disrespectful. Yeah. Oh. What what's the natural Boo-hoo. progression from? I mean, right now you've kind of moved up to murals. Yeah. What's yeah. what's what's after murals? I mean, I think for me, and this is houses? something that I want. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Garage so, doors. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so, something that that I've been wanting to do more, um, and you know, I'm just I'm I'm very Minneapolis centric. I love mm-hmm. I love Minneapolis. I love the Twin Cities. I love the Midwest. I love, you know, the the local biking scene. Um, you know, everything else. 
But I think it'd be nice for me to start going a little bit more national mm-hmm. and start getting out there. I've done some work for Sierra Nevada. Um, you know, I've I've done national work, mm-hmm. and but that's not that I wouldn't say that that's primarily what I do. Um, so as far as the oversaturation thing goes, you know, there's a lot of local stuff. I mean, I've been introduced at some, you know, talks and uh, things like that where, you know, this is Adam Terman. And uh, more than likely throughout the course of a, of a week, you've probably walked by his stuff at least mm-hmm. once. And it's like, wow, really? Okay. And that's a really cool way to think of it. Mm-hmm. And it really, you know, pumps me up. It makes me feel good. But then, uh, then I always kind of take a step back like, hmm, I wonder where, where else could yeah. people see my stuff, though, too? Not just I know where. Target. Target ads. Target yeah. I think I see that in your near future. Have you ever thought of having cool. um, teaming yeah. up with somebody and maybe animating some of your art? Do you think that that's a possibility, or have you ever played with animation? I have. I played with. Animation. I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> no, not ammunition. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I I have thought of that. Um, I haven't really gone farther than. Th- oh, that would be cool. <laughs> right, because you know, because you know, you, you're probably not as comfortable with it. Obviously. Well, and and the, the I mean that's but not that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, and yeah. that goes back to the comic book thing of me not liking to draw numerous things over and over and over again. But, um, but I know that it's it's done like differently these days than how the old Walt Disney dudes. <laughs> right, yeah. right. This is how naive, I, you know. And there, there's some, you know, there's some really great. Um, you know, companies around town who are doing that kind of work. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm friends with a couple of them, so they're they're really really cool. I mean th- that. That could be awesome. Mm-hmm. The other thing too is that that could be a huge failure, and that could be just come off really dumb, you know. And so, Ben, and oh. and how do you protect yourself from from that, from yeah. failure? And that's one thing that I that always just worries me. Is like, okay, you know, it's if I'm gonna do it, like even on my screensaver, I have like no half stepping. Like, you mm-hmm. know, if we're gonna do it, all the way, we're gonna do it right. We're gonna make everybody happy, mm-hmm. and it's all gonna be good. And you know. Obviously, that doesn't always happen, but you always strive to do that. So. Besides that, are there any jobs that you would turn down or anybody, any kind of, uh, I don't know, topic or anything that you try to avoid? I don't like political stuff. Okay. I don't like, um, I, I don't like things where people are divided mm-hmm. um, very well, much. Well, that's good. I, I mean, let's, you know, like I did some, I you know, the, the pride and all that kind of, I mean, that's yeah, obvious. That's uh, yes, different. of course, I support, you know, stuff like that of, I yeah. support. But when it comes to really down and dirty political stuff, um, you know, just stuff that's bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I, cancer. It probably spreads into you. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- there's just certain things. It's like, you know, what do you feel uh, socially good about? Mm-hmm. That's the stuff I'm going to do. That's the stuff that's kind of questionable. Uh, maybe not so mm-hmm. much. You know, for me, that might be like, I don't know cigarettes or something or i i don't know yeah but um so you're not going to do any ads for cigarettes uh, that's that's what you're saying i'm not saying say that more, i mean that's <laughs> the thing see see how see how yeah. like see how diplomatic i am maybe I mean, like e-cigarette that's, i don't know you know i even hesitate saying that so you know like i i the, I, I like to do stuff for just about everybody i love to be able to say yes mm-hmm. but I haven't really needed to turn anybody down yet because, like, everybody's been – all my clients have been cool, and I'm with them. Have you had that conversation with your wife yet? I tend to get this thing where when I get asked to do stuff, side projects and stuff like that, I have a hard time saying no. Yeah, yeah me And too. it's it's like you, you, you see the challenge in, in what they're asking, and then you feel like – Oh yeah, I can do that. I can bring something to the table. I can, you know. And then my wife is standing over there with her arms crossed, tapping her foot, saying, "You never say no. You yeah. need to stop and think about that, what this I project s- is." I struggle with that too. I mean, that that's that's. Uh, some, I just I really like to make people. Ha- I like to do stuff. I like to make stuff. I like to be out there. I like to, um, you know, just have the opportunity to make more stuff. However, there is that balance mm-hmm. in like work life, uh, money. Um, politics, whatever, whatever you want to get into. I mean, you've got to have that balance between like, for me, it's a lot of uh, work and family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how, you know, if I keep on taking on more work, then, then something has to get uneven mm-hmm. and not balanced out. Um, and also, uh, should I name drop some more? Sure, we need uh, more sponsors. Well, we're in the right. second half hour of the right. show. <laughs> we drink our we need to get beer some more, and yeah. some. Uh, <laughs> a good, a good buddy of mine sure who got me it. into one of my very first uh, gallery shows, Jeff Johnson of Replace Design. He, he told me recently about every ten proposals that you put out, you're probably going to get about one back, mm-hmm. and and that could jump. That could be like twenty to one, you know, or whatever. 
And I always try and remember that. So I try and stick to my guns about my pricing, what I want to do, what I think is valuable for me to do. And um, if that if that job comes back, mm-hmm. then everything's lining up. Also, if people try and haggle me down, which is a huge turnoff for me, mm-hmm. I, I really, that's one of my... Disrespectful. I find it to be extremely disrespectful, yeah. to be honest, because, you know, I'm not going to haggle down a guy who's going to come over and paint my house or yeah. a guy, like who's going to redo my driveway or work yeah. on my car. I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. That's not that's not what you do. And, and in their own way, those guys are artists, too. Yeah. Do you find yeah. that well, is to be the I mean, case I, a lot? Like yeah. I'm a I'm a, you know, I'm a service industry. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm making something that no one you know, this is terrible to say, but that people don't really maybe. have to have. Right. You know. Right. And, you know, it's like like for an event and I'm doing an image for their event to promote their event to make it like pretty and shiny or mm. whatever, but to and not that this has necessarily happened, you know, like especially recently, but like if someone wants to haggle me down mm-hmm. to like, well, let's do that for I can't do it for that much. And so, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, th- then I just then I'm like, well, I don't want to work with that person anyway, because then obviously they don't value what I do. And I and I feel like that that's just not. Do you find that to be the case with artists uh, in creatives? I feel like a lot of people exactly like that too. Well, that's what I was going to touch. Here we go, Sean. Here we go. We're gonna we're gonna open the can of worms (laughs) here, but it's like I feel like people really Uh, don't value what photographers and artists and videographers and especially sound people. Oh my god, yeah. yeah, they do so much work, and it's not just as simple as. Clicking the shutter, no, they think taking yeah. a photo. Okay, there's that, so much more work. That to it. goes back to that whole GoPro thing that we talked about earlier. That goes back to the process. That right. goes back to when, when I put work on my portfolio, I show all the stuff that went into it. So I, I do like showing the final product, and I am a fan of like, you know, one of you guys might look at it, or I'm not picking on you, but like one of my <laughs> clients or somebody might pick on or um, might uh, check out the final work, and that's all they want to see. They don't care right. what goes into it or anything. They, they don't, don't want to know how the sausage is made. They don't give a shit about <laughs> it. They just want to eat. Me, I do give a big shit yeah, about that, and I and and I would like to think that the people that I want to work with would give a shit about it too, mm-hmm. and that they would like to see the sketch phase and how that may have changed mm-hmm. throughout the course of the project to the final. And that goes back to the GoPro thing too about I film it. So you see how much work went into it. I mean, you know, and we could even put duration of time or how big something is or like, you know, sure. what weather we went through or whatever, whatever is the you know details of the project. But, um, yeah, so I like to show how much work went into and, something. And you're still not even showing all of it. You're not showing the sketching process oh, God. Yeah, and then I'm, the approval process yeah. and then the rework process. And then you yeah. come back and then you're just showing the actual painting. Yeah. And not even all the stuff that happened before. Yeah, yeah. On the on the site, I actually have. Um, we we had their site redesigned uh, back in May. Thank goodness. Oh my <laughs> god, I needed it. And uh, and but now it's so much more robust and so much more searchable. And it's really cool because um, I can add image galleries to it that show all the old st- like all the stuff in progress, all right. the work, all the sketching, and all yeah. that crap that you know that can be good and can be awful and there's some projects where things really changed a whole lot i'll show it mm-hmm. i have you know and my clients typically are just stoked that you know that uh either their work is up there or or whatever um you know and then and and they're usually fine with the whole process and how it ended up because everybody ends up with something that they enjoy right, so right. you know been lucky on that are you finding anybody locally that does work like yours or, or you know similar to yours yeah who's mm. your competition um or do, yeah, are, are yeah. you more of a of a of a creative love kind of guy? Creative love. Everybody totally. everybody's mm-hmm. doing work. I love, you know, the fact that people are creating. Okay. That's mm-hmm. a great question because uh there's the we we call ourselves the bag. So there's the Brewers Artist Guild. It's oh, it's cheesy, funny. right? I like it though. It's yeah. it's cheesy. But um right now there's been for Surly uh again, mentioning Surly. Ding. That's I know, okay. right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, th- I think we're going to have to approach Omar yeah. to do one I of think these so. podcasts. Yeah. And he better say yes, otherwise <laughs> we're going to have to bleep all this stuff out. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like half the show that yeah, you're going to have to edit out here. Instead um, of Surly, we'll just take the S and just call it Shells. <laughs> so <laughs> Shelly's. So what, a thing that's cool is Surly has had, every year for the last eight years, they've had a new artist do... Um, do uh, designs for them. And then uh, within a few recent years, excuse me, a few recent years that they've had uh, um, artists do stuff annually. So like, you know, but anyway, point of the story is 
I'm friends with all the artists, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So we all get together. Um, my friend Brent, he's the one who's kind of set it up to begin with. He mm-hmm. and I just wanted to meet because his work is amazing. He's one of the comic book guys that mm-hmm. I know. Um, and I love his work, and he's just a great guy. And um, I wanted to get on board with him uh, with just things like, how do you work? Mm-hmm. How do you get your clients? How you know? And we just talk about, you know, kind of, we just sort of BS about stuff like that. I mean, let's face it, we're having beers and hanging mm-hmm. out and having a good time. And, <laughs> you know, sometimes we'll bust That's out sketchbooks right. and draw a little bit, but it's pretty, mar- so it's pretty much more on. about yeah. just shooting the shit and hanging out. Yeah. So we do that. And um, the same thing was with the gig poster guys when we were still doing gig posters and hanging out. We're all buddies. You know, that I don't find it, for me anyway, I don't find it as competition. I really don't. I, I've i never thought of any of these guys who all do. Uh, we're going to cry again, guys, because this is something <laughs> I love. Hold but, hands. Um, Here we go. Hold, Kyle. Uh, hold hands, hold hands. Yeah, so, um, hands out of your pocket. So, <laughs> <laughs> they're warm. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's, he's, moist. he's got moist hands. <laughs> My hands are crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. So... Uh, <laughs> Wow, he's he's the color. He yeah. is. He, he is. is. <laughs> so, uh, so, but I've never felt that way about any of the designers, friends, artists, you know, who are all friends uh, with me. I mean, really, you know, all these guys, uh, you know, and girls that I'm mm. I, I'm friends with, um, I find that we all have a unique style of our own. Some of them are similar. Let's mm-hmm. let's be honest about that too. I mean, uh, you know, there's some there's some stuff that I think is is very similar, but um, we all have our different styles. We all have our different personalities. The way we work, uh, you know, it's it's different. And um, and but it but we're all coming out with kind of a. Did you say you outcome. have a mentor or or who do you look up to if you were see somebody's work? You say, oh look at that's a piece of whatever's. Uh work. yeah, I've got I've got a uh, too many to name. Yeah. I mean, I just get fired up on everything from like what other artists who are doing. I follow a bunch of people on Instagram and Facebook and mm-hmm. Twitter and all that kind of stuff. I'm I like the social um, aspect of of um, getting out there and having people appreciate the work. I love to make people happy, so I, I love I love it when people like my stuff, too, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but everything from that to pop culture, uh, music, um, you know, bicycles, mm-hmm. uh, you know, food, beer, whatever. I mean, yeah. I you know, I get, I get inspiration from all that stuff. And honestly, lately, I think I've been getting really inspired by um, people who are – doing the small business thing who are really passionate about it and successful mm-hmm. and that that to me is what is getting me super fired up it's not even it's about the art still and there's some people who are doing some amazing artwork mm-hmm. um but for me it's like almost like the you know <laughs> getting older and stuff it's like the business and 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 how to maintain that and keep that going and who's done that well and who's done that for years that's who i get stoked on mm-hmm. right now is there an art form or a form of media that you kind of look at and wish you could do that you can't do? Aerosol art so far, yeah. I mean, really? Um, you know, what about, walk- I see that you're inked up pretty good. You uh, yeah. get chubby when the guy's doing his art. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of like, whoa. And by inked up, Tony means he has tattoos. I have yeah. some tattoos, yeah. Some. Um, actually, the guys uh, over at Uptown Tattoo, those, that's my cool. shop. And there's some, there's some guys who are, that whole shop is just so solid and there's some dudes over there and that those are a couple of guys i'm really looking up to right now the amount of detail that yeah. goes into some of the work um i don't draw like that and part of me wants to mm-hmm. and then i try it and i'm like no i still don't draw like that <laughs> i still I, I i you know I, th- I find it so cool and so awesome and i want to and i want to do it and i want to like appreciate it and hang it up and and um and mm-hmm. and like worship it and all this stuff um but i i can't really i can draw in detail and stuff and do that but that's there doing, is doing it to that caliber is there amazing. really is something too for a tattoo artist i mean for something where you've got one chance to get it right yeah, pretty much true, yeah. you can't test it and try it and check the colors and do this and whatever you really have to go into it and just know what the hell you're doing yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> and it hurts right? <laughs> i was going to ask you too because i'm reminded of a story that affected you a few years ago are you uh, familiar with the with the New York film uh, maker Casey Neistat? No. Have you seen Casey? Okay, you might know him. Um, there's a video that he did just a f- couple of months ago. He got a ticket in New York for riding his bike, 
just outside of the bike lane because there was. Oh yeah. Did you okay. see this video? Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, okay. I, that sounds familiar. That's happened before. Right. So, so he. So, but he. What he did was he filmed himself riding only in the bike lane. Oh yes, I did see this. Yes, and yeah. he kept, he'd run over cars and yeah. he'd run over into potholes and yeah. all this stuff. And he'd be falling a lot. And he'd be falling a lot, right? This guy, he's got a whole <laughs> website, and it's just it's what he does. He's a filmmaker, and he kind of does this this selfie filmmake style is his thing. Well, he did one recently where he he asked his fiance to marry him. And then he filmed everything, and then he took her to South Africa, and they got married. Wow. It was this amazing video. Cool. There's this French video filmmaker who copied it almost frame by frame, scene by scene, copied the exact same story, sold it to Coca-Cola. No. And Casey went apeshit online. Oh, I fucking hate that. That's the, he that's... stole his idea. Oh. And Casey had already put it out there, and people, the public had seen it. So this this French artist had taken this film, <sighs> copied it completely, Ooh. sold it to Coke. Coke took a lot of backlash on it, but didn't that happen to you with the with the oh, breast cancer awareness? Sean. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Sean. This went from no, I great. Think, to... But I wanted. I we oh. never really got to talk now about this. Now he's gonna cry. I know. <laughs> now I'm gonna get mad. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, that's the stuff that really. Punch Kyle. That's what we have. That that really irks me. Oh, I get so pissed Played off. Through, yeah. Oh, it's well, it's just it's. What it is to me is it's someone taking your stuff and trying to make a quick buck. Mm. Guess what? Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. And that's you. what happened. Explain the breast cancer yes. awareness. All thing. right. So I did. Uh, I had a really great collector out in Boston, and he was uh, doing doing a, the the three day walk thing and, and raising money. And he asked me. Um, and this is again back in the Kyle days of free posters, right? Right. Right. This is uh, this is like, you know. He had collected so much, so much stuff from me, and I felt like I could do a T-shirt design for him mm-hmm. and do it pro bono because of all the all the work that we'd done together. You know, he bought so much stuff, and uh, and then he would just use it for a year, see how it went. He was gonna sell it to like some gig poster guys. He's on a forum, you know, and like collecting this stuff. So we made this design. And, and explain the design too. And, it was and a the great design, design, yeah, the design is uh, it's called "Don't Let Breast Cancer Steal Second Base," and it's got a you know kind of busty girl on there. Mm-hmm. She's got a uh, you know she's got a, a a baseball bat and a ball mm-hmm. and um and, and a really really tight shirt and a tight shirt <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, and it says second base across the shirt okay. and then and then the back of it is um, like a baseball diamond. You okay. might you might need to and explain what second base is to producer Kyle. Oh really? Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> He knows what first is. And <laughs> <laughs> just skipping right to third, right? Yeah. So, I don't know that Kyle. How many RBIs does Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay, let's get back on topic. Right. Uh, so, yeah. I'm so distracted right now. Um, so, so this this went this campaign did well for the first year. The thing that that um my the collector friend of mine did was he posted the image on an online forum, and he posted it pretty largely. I mean, it was a decent sized graphic where, in theory, if you wanted to, you could take that graphic and then you could do everything you wanted to from, you know, switch out the colors Ooh. to, you know, manipulate it to um, vectorize it, whatever, to give to a t shirt printer. And um, so uh, the first year didn't go off too badly. Um, he had some shirts made and sold them. Then the next year, uh, he was like, we should we should do this again. Cause I, you know, we made some money off of it and I was like, that's cool. And I, I took zero money out of it. I got some, my buddies, um, over at Chuck's design, they, they printed it. Um, ding. Yeah. Right. They, they printed it for, 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 you know, they, they, they put on all their labor. The only thing that anybody was paying for was the actual cost of the shirts. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was we started seeing that image being lifted all over the place. So, um, my, my collector guy's name is Brian. So Brian, found the images um he would just do like a he'd set up like a google analytics or a google search Mm kind of thing for like second base or you know shirt or whatever and he would get these things back and then he also was so well connected that people started showing him where this these knockoffs are coming from Mm -hmm. so we had to scare people and get them to stop stealing our work and um the thing was is that it just really bum me out because this is something that we were doing pro bono for like this is crying stuff you guys this is like you know we did it out of what we thought was really good and a really good thing to do and we're giving all the money away 
and nobody's taking any money and people are spending all this time, you know, buying the stuff, um, you know, f to support the cause that we were doing. Uh, plus, um, you know, the, the shipping, the labor, the communication, buying shirts. I mean, that stuff takes time and it takes a lot of effort. And then here's people stealing your shit right out from under you and being a bunch of assholes turning around and selling it for profit. And that's what makes me really mad is people taking stuff that doesn't belong to them and then using it for their own gain. That's that is, is there not no good. recourse intellectual attorneys or anything that you hire or no? Um, I, dude, you he went social media blew up right after that. Yeah. I mean, so so what we did is um we ha I have a um a, you know a lawyer friend who uh, was collecting my stuff at the time and he and I just got him to like write out a letter and mm, make it scary. And type yeah, yeah, and that's really all you can do. Yeah. I mean the the fact is is like the people who are selling this stuff at least in you know in my experience. They're on like Zazzle or Cafe Press. Mm -hmm. And so this is like just on-demand bullshit stuff where you load up an image, they don't check it, and then if someone buys it, then they print it out and they sh ship it to them. Blah, 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 whatever. Right, that's it right there. And, yeah. and, and also I've got a thing about that too. But anyway, that's a whole other story. <laughs> and uh, and so, you know, it wasn't being policed. And um, where am I going with this? Anyway, um, you know, so we had him scare – and, or we had that letter to scare him. And then, um, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm going to kind of go nuts here on this a little bit more. And I'm going to get, like, my fans involved. And because I'd seen some mm -hmm. other people do that when their stuff was, was stolen. And I was going to see if that actually worked. And it worked scary well. It did, really. It was scary how well wow. that worked. And I, I, and I, I kind of hesitate to do that now when I see stuff being stolen. I've grown up a little bit from that where like you know my big brother's gonna get you now blah 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 yeah, you know yeah. but um it, but it, the thing is is that it's a great scare tactic especially for you know just little guys who are just trying to make some money like mm -hmm. you know jerk over wherever you know and he was who, in europe wasn't he um i think there were they've been all over oh so sure. there, okay. there's you know we've had some we had a mom be dazzle like take the image but the, the thing that that um there was a few guys who stole the stuff who put it up on Zazzle mm -hmm. and Cafe Press. And then what you do is you you immediately say to Zazzle or Cafe Press, like, take, that's my shit. Here I can prove it. Mm -hmm. Here's my image. Here's the date that I did it. Here's the copyright on the thing. Not that you even have to have that, mm -hmm. but um, here's all the stuff that proves it's mine. Mm -hmm. And then, then Cafe Press will take it down. The difference was is that this woman, and I found her on, and I think Brian or somebody found her on Facebook, she actually got a printer to print the thing, to actually take the image, vectorize it, mm -hmm. print it on a shirt, bedazzle it, take pictures of it, and then sell it in her shop. So that's different. She actually went through the whole process of finding a printer to, to who is willing to take plagiarize, you know, right. mm -hmm. take, work take that work that's is not, not theirs, owned right. by hers. Mm -hmm. or and, and um, you know, what's really neat, too, is, is that um, for me is that I do have so many watchdogs, mm -hmm. and recently i had a um i've got a paul and babe design that i did and you know they're walking and paul's got a yeah. tree in his arm and you know babe is there and whatever and i had a gun club ask me to um c if they could use the image and switch out the axe for a gun oh, and then cool. put like a like a round of like uh shells mm -hmm. it's like clay like pigeon yeah. shooting kind yeah, of yeah. stuff right and um and I was like, yeah, that's that's sweet. Let's do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm charging them just like the hourly time to kind of like manipulate the image and, you know, whatever. What was so cool was the their printer who was taking that image mm -hmm. knew it wasn't their image to begin with and knew for some reason it was not owned by them and found out it was me, mm -hmm. emailed me the image and said, is this okay? Really? And wow, I was like, that's wow. fantastic. I know. See, and yeah. so what's so cool is like I've got people watching out yeah. because the work, at least locally anyway, gets around so much that, you know, people have done it. I've had that happen on Hot Dish before mm -hmm. where I've given permission. We've changed out something on Hot Dish. Can't remember what it is at the moment right now. But, you know, then the printer's like, is this yours? That's, like, that's yeah. just, I mean, that's respect. I that, mean, that is, is yeah. that is the best, Mutual truest, respect, most right. awesome people fans we're yeah. crying companies in <laughs> you know in the I, I, around here in the cities and that's and, that's fellow yeah. artists yes. and creatives yes. looking out for each other again that goes back to that thing like the brewers artist guild thing we're all buddies mm -hmm. we're all friends mm -hmm. and we all you know kind of protect ourselves in a way i mean we all want to be or it sounds dumb i mean rather, i mean we can laugh and stuff but like we we all try and share you know a similar i mean i'd like to try and get everybody on the same page 
for pricing, you know, mm-hmm. and for, and this is how we work and this is, you know, and, and they do that with me too. And so we all try and just be collective together. It's like, you know, we're all in this together. Let's do it right. Do you feel like you could make more money if you, if you branched out to like t-shirts or anything like that, like clothing lines? Um, I think that that's, and not even necessarily yeah. make more money. No, but, I get, I get but where you're going. You, you might be able to uh, uh, let more people see your stuff. Yeah, that way? yeah. I think it depends on the company that would want to pick some stuff up. And I ha- honestly, I haven't really had any companies um, really want to pick the stuff up. And but you wouldn't be interested in printing them yourself. No, okay. I, abs- I've tried it before. That's not. That's not my gig, baby. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm not. You don't I, have enough room in here for a t-shirt. Oh press. my god, that's that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I mean, I've talked with some of my friends about let's let's do some let's do some shirt things and stuff. And I know that a lot of people like it. I mean, the cool thing about shirts is that you wear them out and you have to get Ooh. a new one. You know, a print on the wall that can be there for decades. Mm-hmm. And my true fans are the ones who like. Well, I've got. They're all true fans, but I've got some crazy fans who they will they actually swap out the work so they actually have work backed up in the same frame and they'll swap it out every season and they'll tell me about it it's like it's crazy but um yeah t-shirts now next question Uh, well no i'm we're we're, we're getting down to the end (laughs) yeah um and real quick before um before we get to you know everything you need to promote to sure. to finish out this thing. <laughs> I don't know what um, that is. I'm trying I'm trying this <laughs> we'll new thing out and this is, I don't know. This is kind of a surprise to these two. It's it's called one weird question and I want to give you like the last final question oh boy. that you really have to think about oh boy. before we, you know, before we end this thing. Yeah. Um so knowing your talents that you have for, you know, art and drinking beer <laughs> and cycling, mm-hmm. the zombie apocalypse happens. Mm. Mm. What? How are you going to be able to survive that? With what skills are you going to be able to survive the zombie apocalypse? And do I answer that now? You answer that right I now. You don't get to right think now? about it. You get. You what's, just have to. What skills? Like, like what? The uh, things that you can do well now. How will that help you? Okay, during so, the zombie apocalypse? so I, you know, there's um, there's Daryl, and he's got a crossbow in The Walking Dead, right? Yes. So uh, my wife and I just finished up watching like all the seasons, like back to back. Like we totally did a Battlestar Portlandia. You're waiting for February 9th. <laughs> Battle, when... <laughs> Battlestar Galactica Portlandia yeah. sketch. We totally did it. Yeah. Anyway, um, what we do is I take all my I take all my uh, sharpened pencils that I have because this we we did this one year where we had a booth and like we put them all facing up, which is a bad idea, and someone went in to grab oh. it stabbed themselves and so i didn't get sued for that thank goodness but um so i'd, I'd take all my pencils and i'd um and i'd just be stabbing and stabbing and stabbing with my pencils that's so that's all you got um no no you have you have cycling you have all oh that. the cycling part the yeah. cycling part i just got a, a brand new fat bike and i would i would just uh actually but i've also got a big dummy i've got a big cargo bike and so i could haul stuff on that this is getting complicated yeah now. see so i guess what i do is i because we can haul the family on that so we could put a trailer off the end of it and then even another getaway bike on that too so i bring both the fat bike and the big dummy i bring stabbing pencils my family could be on there <laughs> and then we this could also cool load a poster it, idea we could way. load it up <laughs> yeah i see a poster we could load it up with growlers and meat and uh, there'd be and then Surleys. and then buns buns would be our yeah. pillows like yeah. for hamburger oh, yeah. buns absolutely so could, nice yeah yeah you know and in a like in that. a pinch we could like disc throw them because they're probably dried out so we disc <laughs> throw them at the heads of zombies <laughs> what else could we do you've mm. thought about this this isn't a qu- no I'm just off yeah. the cuff here you've been asked this question before <laughs> no this, this what what I think you got it I think you nailed it <laughs> I'm good okay, we knew good, we knew good. you'd be able to mm. I give them stickers too. stickers. <laughs> <laughs> You hit hit them with cardboard tubes. <laughs> They'd be like so in awe. Wow, cool. What uh, What do you got coming up? Um, or what what, is, what do you want to th- What do you want to throw out there? Where can we find you? Where can we find your stuff? Currently, I mean, so adamturman.com, a d a m t u r m a n dot com is the web address. Um, and let's see, t- uh, Twitter just at Adam Turman. Uh, Facebook just search Adam Turman. Instagram search Adam. Um, pretty easy stuff. Uh, that. As far as new stuff, I mean, right now it's just cold. And um, we're going to be gearing up in the spring for things like Art of World. Um, I'm going to be at 612 Brew during Art of World for that. Um, we've got a solo show coming up at Chow Girls. Um, what else is going on? Your, your stuff of, can be purchased at uh, like like a couple of record shops too, right? Um, go to the site. and It's the, all on there? Yeah, I mean, there's like... There's there's tens of shops on there, okay, and uh, <laughs> dozens of dollars. Dozens remember, of dollars. <laughs> see, do you see how we bring it back? That's it that's my that's my back. favorite that's form right. of comedy. Yep. I think David Letterman back in the day always did that. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
but there's a there's a Google map on the site that kind of shows like all the different places you can buy stuff. So, um, you know, as far as like really cool, crazy stuff, I mean, just keep checking the stuff out. Uh, we're doing a lot of reprinting of um, of uh, prints that used to be an 18 by 24 size. Now we're trying to go down smaller because mm-hmm. a lot of my good, um, you know, customers and, and fan base. Uh, they have smaller apartments or they've got little bars or bathrooms that need art. So, hey, you know, I'll be in your bathroom. That's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Adam Terman, thank you for allowing us into your studio today. Thanks, you guys. We really appreciate uh, the time. and small uh, space. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's warm. It's got heat. I think that's all that matters. That's true. Huddled together. Yeah. Thank you again. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. That was it. Yay, that was fun, you guys. Yeah, thank you. How do you feel? I'm worked. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of a lot of talking. Lot of I didn't. Let, there, I don't. Yeah. You got it out. You get talking that's too right, much no, right there. No, the ice man. He's our color guest. guy, isn't he? He's, he's about the yeah. 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 And, and then Kyle, Kyle will get maybe one oh, line in the whole time. Good God, Kyle, that was funny. Whatever you said, Whatever something that was really the hell funny. Was. Sweaty oh, hands. Oh, so moist sweaty hands. 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 <laughs> yeah, hands are crying. That's they're warm. That's a good logo. Our hands are crying. Maybe emotional. Yeah, we're good. That was fun, you guys. That was cool. I, you know, when I typically do this stuff, when the camera's in front of my face, I'm, I'm, I clam up. So this is, well, that's podcasts next, are way so. more fun. Oh wow. yeah, yeah. You let loose more. and just say whatever. And, that was fun. And that's why we like coming to people instead of going to a studio. Yeah, Apparently it's more. I've got some guys who, with some buddies who, uh, they do the AID podcast, mm-hmm. Adventures in Design, okay. and um, they're very much like you guys in that respect. A lot of swearing. Um, the one that I was just listening to yesterday <laughs> was all about the whole ten, first 10 minutes or 15 minutes was all about porn. Oh, was it? it was all about like how you watch porn and how these guys watch porn. And we're talking yeah. about, and then I'm like, how, like, how, how does, like, how do we get to back to design yeah, though? And then, yeah. and then he, he got us like Mark Bricky is the main host kind of yeah, like you, yeah. he, who, and he's just, the dude is fucking hysterical. At least I think he is. <laughs> I also know him too. So it makes it even funnier, but just to listen to him. Try and figure out how to get the conversation back yeah. from porn to selling posters was really yeah, like, right. what? How is, how is it easy to get the conversation back from porn to anything? Oh, God. Yeah.